Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. And uh, next uh, we have uh, D.A. McMahon from Staten Island, and he's got some revelations. D.A. McMahon, uh, uh, tell us what's going on in Staten Island. Uh, well, John, I think in particular you're talking about the grand jury uh, report that was released here uh, last week on Staten Island. Uh, pursuant to some complaints we received about uh, criminality in an election last year. Um, and through our investigation, you know, we received these complaints, and through our investigation, we determined that uh, fraud had occurred in the election, uh, but we couldn't uh, determine who exactly committed it. Uh, so under our criminal procedure law, there's a, a, a mechanism to bring such a case to the grand jury for them to look at cases of criminality uh, without being able to uh, specifically say who did it. Uh, if um, by doing so, we can look at the operations of governmental agencies, uh, administrations, and come up with recommendations for way of doing things better. And so this grand jury, uh, some great Staten Islanders who heard their civic duty and served over a period of time and heard witnesses um, uh, involved in the process from expert witnesses and determined that, in fact, uh, fraud had been committed. They looked at ballots. They heard testimony. But, again, they couldn't— uh, D.A., D.A., everybody's at the edge of this chair. How did they do it? How did they— How did the fraud happen? How did the fraud happen? Well, it happened uh, with absentee ballots. They requested absentee ballots for people who were dead— who were never registered, who were fictitious. They got the absentee ballots, and then they filled them out fraudulently, uh, signed someone's name who didn't sign it, and then sent them in to the Board of Elections. How many ballots were involved? Uh, hundreds. Uh, and uh, the good news is, in this particular case, <clears throat> the Board of Elections did their job. They reviewed, and they found some, some of them. The court reviewed some and found some others. So we don't think that... Uh, you know, a high number were actually counted in the election, although some certainly could have been. Uh, in this case, we don't think it changed the outcome of the election, but it could, uh, because the uh, absentee ballots allow c campaigns. Get this, John. It allows campaigns to harvest the ballots. Right. So you could file a, an application for me and have it sent to your campaign headquarters and I wouldn't even know about it. Oh my Mike, so do, you, do, you have a, do you have suspects who did it, or, or this is just uh, uh, rejecting the ballots because of fraud? Yeah, so we, you know, the, the problem is I may have a suspicion as to who did it and whether this was a coordinated effort, but I'm obligated as a prosecutor to be able to say that I could prove beyond a reasonable doubt that an individual did it. And the problem is, is that when you have a fraudulent signature, unless you have someone see the signature signed or you have an informant who will tell you who did it, it's impossible to prove who actually signed that signature. Mike, and believe me, we, Judge we Weinberg? To, I would have loved to have brought the prosecutions, but we took it as far as we could. Mike, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. Good to talk to you. Hi, Richard. I want to ask you this. Did the grand jury report make recommendations about changes in the election law and processes? It did, uh, close to a dozen of them, uh, including not allowing uh, campaigns to harvest ballots. If you, in fact, request a ballot, it has to be sent to your address. Um, and Mike, this the, is Pete in, King. In the case of Mike, yeah. This is Pete King. How you doing? Uh, I, I was going to, how's it going? Uh, how about voter ID? Does that come yeah, up at so all? It, it, did, it did recommend uh, in the case of 
uh, absentee ballot applications to have voter ID and to have voter ID as well. Uh, you know, right now, listen, right now the Board of Elections mails to every voter a Board of Elections ID card that has a barcode uh, specific just to you. At least require that when people go to vote, uh, and that would be a way to now, eliminate were the Were these fraud. Xerox copies uh, then if they didn't have an ID on them? Well, if, if, if you uh, – right now you don't need an ID to go no. vote, as you know. You just have to sign an No, the absentee account. ballots I'm talking about. No, right now you don't need to show any ID. You don't need to put in any copy of your ID. You can just go online you know, and request it. You know, uh, Mike, uh, D.A. McMahon, I don't care who who wins, Democrats or Republicans, but, the, but the American people have to feel they're getting an honest count. And I have to say, I'll if it's being done in Staten Island, it could happen anywhere. And it could happen in New York are, City. That's why we undertook this effort to, to show that uh, it can happen, and, and you know we don't know what we don't know, but the system has loopholes in it. And listen, it's not me, uh, a, an elected official, saying this, but it's a grand jury citizens who looked at the evidence, yes. who looked at the facts, Thank came you. up with the recommendations. Then we urge people take they can Thank go to our website, uh, Staten Island DA, and read the report and the recommendations that they make as well. Give us the website again. Uh, Staten Island DA uh, dot gov. Gotcha. Dot uh, org. I'm sorry. Dot org. Dot org. DA. Dot org, and you can go read the report, see the recommendations, uh, and yeah, they they see holes in the system. Listen, the board of elections uh, in this case did a good job; uh, they did their job. But it, but the rules that came down from Albany in the last few years because of COVID have opened up the process to really make it uh, a field day for criminal element we, that wants to take advantage of these loose rules. Well, mm. you better start, you know, let's keep our eyes open. Thank you so much, DA uh, McMahon. And uh, we're going to go to a break right now. And um, uh, I think we're going to also talk to Lou Dobbs and see where the market's fit. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 